So the Rambam in Hilchis Malbavaleva Perik Chofhei Halacha Tes in Halacha Yud discusses two people that borrowed money from one individual. So they borrowed the money Bishutfis. Say they borrowed a thousand dollars from this one person. And then it comes time to pay. So the Malva, who loaned them the money, wants to go and collect his money. The Lacha is. <coughs> Um, they are arriving to each other. That means like this. As is explained, the Mephorshim that the Ketrilei can go to each one and ask for half. Because since they borrowed Bishutfis together, so we consider as each one having borrowed half. But because they bought a Bishutfis, we also consider each one to be an Orev for the other one, for the half of the other one. So if the other one doesn't have his half, then he can come, the Malva can collect from, the, from one partner um, the entire sum. Half because he borrowed, and the other half because he's an Orif for, for his partner. Then the Ramam continues in Halacha Yud, if there are two people who are raving for one, instead of two leivim, two borrowers, partnering together in one loan, borrowing from one individual, we're talking about one leva and one malva, but two people were guaranteeing the loan of the leva. So leva borrowed a thousand dollars from the malva, and two individuals, separate individuals, promised to be a ravim for the loan of the leva. They partnered together to be a ravim. The Ramam says something else. When the malva comes, lipora mina orev, yifra, yipora me so he can, he can go to whoever he wants. He doesn't have to go to each one, get half, like with two leivim. But two leivim has to go and get from each one half. He cannot go and get the entire sum from one of the partners because they, they, they borrowed together as partners. So each one borrowed half. But he says that if the other one doesn't have his half, you can collect from the partner Altan Oriv. With two arevim, you can go to either one and get the whole money. And one arev has to deal with the other arev, but, but the, the malve doesn't have to go to each one and bother this one with half and the other one with the other half. He can go to one and get the whole money from him if he has it. And then the arevim have to deal with each other. Why is it different in the case of arevim than from lovim? The arevim is instead of the lover. So when two love him, Leave him a barrow from the same person, you say that he can go. Leketchili has to go to each one, get only half. Can't collect the whole thing from one if the other one has money and he can pay for the other half. When it comes to two Arevim, he can say, I don't want to bother with two people. I'll just get the whole money from one person and then let them bother with each other. Why is it different with Arevim? They say for Mishnah Siavitz from Rebetzalel uh, Jolti, who was the Rav Roshi of Yerushalayim, a big one. And he has a very interesting thought. And if we take what the Rebbe says in the Sicha about the Gede of an Arvus, it becomes so much more nimtak and more gishmak. We can see Arvus in two ways. One is that an Arv means, if I say I'm guaranteeing somebody else's loan, the Malvi is hesitating. He doesn't want to give him a loan to the Levi. So, 
So I step in and say, you know what? I will be, I will, I'm guaranteeing his loan. And the mother trusts me more because I have money and so on. So I say, I'm, I'm guaranteeing the loyver's loan. And the mother gives. So he said there, I'm now If the loyver doesn't have to pay, the loyver is chayef. So what's the pshat in this? Is the pshat, because I said I'm be oil for him, that means I'm saying, what am I saying? I'm saying, if the loyver can't pay, then consider me to be your loyver. I'm your loyver. And then I'll be responsible as if I was the one who borrowed from you and not him. I'll be instead of him. That's one idea. Another idea is that an Orev means Losh Narevus. You mix with him. In other words, you are committing yourself to the, to the Loiva. You are uniting yourself with the Loiva. You connect with the Loiva in such a way that whatever his responsibilities are, you'll take on. Not that, you say, not that we consider as if you, you're the one who's the loiver. He's the loiver. The loiver is the loiver. He's the one who borrowed the money. But you are connecting to him. So whatever is chal on him is chal on you. In other words, arevus is the pshat that you are bonding with the loiver himself. When in the first pshat we say that you're an arev, it means you're taking on his alvos. That whatever he... If, if, if he doesn't pay, then we'll consider that you're the lever. The Orev is the lever. Here we're saying is that I am committing myself to him. Now, the Rebbe brings a Gewaldegeraya from the Gemara in Baba Basra. The Gemara in Baba Basra says, how do we know the holding of Arvus? How do we know that if I am an Orev to someone else, I just say words. I say to a Malve, give him the loan. Don't hesitate. I will be responsible for it. How do we know that then the Malva can go to court to Besden and sue me. If, if the levy doesn't pay, he can actually hold me uh, liable for what I said. I said I'm going to pay. If the levy doesn't pay, if the levy defaults, I'll pay for it. And I, he can actually hold me to it. I'll be in Besden. So we learn it from Yehuda. Yehuda said to Yaakov Avinu, when Yaakov Avinu hesitated about letting uh, Binyamin go to Mitzrayim at Yosef's request, so it says that um, I will be Orev for Binyamin. I'm taking responsibility for Binyamin. So this is the Raya that, you know, <clears throat> he said it later to Yosef, I'm an Orev, I'm a guarantor for Binyamin. You have to let him go back home because I promised the father that I am a guarantor for Binyamin's safety. I'll bring him back home safely. Now, what does that have to do with money? Why is the Gemara bringing this as a proof? That if two people engage in a, in a loan transaction and an Oriv gets steps in and says, I'll be responsible for, you, for his loan. So they learn it from, from Yehuda saying to his father, Yaakov, there we're not talking about money. We're talking about that Yehuda is trying to impress upon Yaakov Avinu that he will make sure that Binyamin is safe. How do we learn from this that if a, <coughs> a third party there's nothing to do with the loan, steps in and says, I will be guaranteeing, I'm guaranteeing the Leiva's loan that I'm held responsible and I'm held liable. I'm, it's binding in the best. What does that have to do with you? Uh, uh, we're not talking about money. We're not talking about his chayvas of money. We're talking about he's guaranteeing that he will bring him back. He's promising. Yet the Gemara used that as a proof for Arvus. What do we learn from here? Arvus is the pshat, not I'm saying I'll pay. 
Instead of him paying, I'll be the lever. I'll pay. I'm the one who's responsible. Alvis means that you're binding, you're, you created a bond between yourself and the lever himself. It's a connection between the oriv and the lever. That kind of bonding we learn from Yehuda. Yehuda said to Yaakov Avinu, I am becoming so bound to Binyamin that wherever I am, he'll be because we're connected. And I will make sure that he comes home with me. So if that's the pshat of, of, of Arvus, then we can understand what the chiluk in the Rambam is. When, a, when two levim say to a malve, we want to borrow $1,000, the mal, we consider as each lever only borrowed 500. Because it's a shutfus. They borrowed together. And Orev is not like they're becoming new levim instead of the real lever. And Orev means each one is binding himself to the lever, saying, Me and him are, are connected, are one. Arev is when mixing together, we become his achtus. One metzias, and therefore, whatever his chayvus he has, we're taking down. There's not chach to say, one Arif is only tying himself to half the lever. The other one is tying himself to the other half of the lever. Arifus is, is, is each one becoming an Arif for the entire lever. You become the lever. You become a part of the lever. An integral part of him. And a male each chay for the whole thing. That's why the Ramapaskin is that the male can go to either one and get the whole sum. Two levim, they borrow $1,000. There we can quantify and say, each one borrows only half. Right? That's what the math tells us. If they borrow together a thousand, that means if you split it between the two, each one has five hundred. With an orif, you can't say that. An orif doesn't mean that I'm taking on, uh, I become the loan. I'm becoming one with the orif, with the loiver. I'm becoming the orif and the loiver are uniting. And as the Rebbe explains in the secret, this has to do with the neshamas of all yidin being a koima achas. It has to do with this. It emanates from the deepest spiritual level of all neshamas, avechel kolono, being united and, 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 and enmeshed into one essence, one source, one sherish The chidosh of arvus in, in money is that even in, in such chitzayristic things like money, physical property and ownership, even in those things, that deep, lofty, Sublime Achdus trans- is able to translate even to such a level. By Yidin, to Yidin can be Arivim Zelazer on such a level. Now, there's an Arivus in Mitzvahs, but there's less of a Chiddush, because a Mitzvah is the Dovak Shil Gdusha, that the Kedusha, the Achdus, which is deep seated, latent in the, the essence of a Neshama of a Yid with other Neshamas. That Ardus should manifest itself. Mitzvah is, is of course, uh, it's, a, it's a great thing, but it's not such a Chiddush. But it manifests itself even in Inyanim, in disputes of money, it comes out, that's a big Chiddush. And that's the, the my love of the infant Arvus in Dinamomen is, it shows that the, the, the Neshama of a Yid manifests itself in all Dargas, even in the most Gashmistic Inyanim.